Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. No, you're not on. Oh, you're you're on this headset. That's why. Now you're now you're on. You know, I was making fun of Joel for not knowing how to run this thing for the first two days here at the Minnesota State Fair. You'd think that I'd have a grasp on that. But hi, my name is Chris Reavers. This is Mike Fratelloni. This is the Weekly Scramble, and I'm so happy that we've got all of these fans that came out to see our show. It was today. really it impressive. Had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that Garage Logic concluded about oh eight minutes ago. And the fact that Kenny and Joe are still signing autographs here on the stage, the Minnesota State That's Fair. pretty darn good. In oh. fact, Reavers is going to have to do a quick autograph right Mike, now. Mike, you got to take a picture of this. Okay, let you me get You've got to take one, a picture of this right, right now. Get back there, dear, so you can be right behind him. Get Thank back you. Get, go, get in come there. So come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. we got to post this. probably listening to you right now. See? There we go. What's we your first it. name? Kylie. Kylie, nice to meet Kylie. you. Thank you so much for That's coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How about that? How what? many no, other no, no, shows? I want to know this. What podcast or what show here at the at the State Fair would have taken the time while they're doing the show to sign an audit? Not, nobody. Nobody. Not a single you know why? person. Security would have kept everybody. Well, away. it's because we aim to please. <laughs> there you go. Did you get separated from the group, sir? <laughs> Mike, you've known Joe a long time. Yeah. Don't. Why doesn't uh, Joe sit down and do uh, do some uh, signatures at a table somewhere? You should have like. Are you going to be go okay? Catch a bus. Oh, he's going to get you get a little small oh, okay. one. Find your way back. All right. This is a uh, crazy. It's it's kind of fun. You know, but the thing is, like, once Friday rolls around and the show is over sure. and we're riding the shuttle, you do kind of miss it. You're kind of you? glad it's over, but you but you do kind of miss it a little bit because it's different. It's different from the normal routine of going in. I, and again. It's, see, he's, he's still here. Now he's back for more. Joe, did you want to join us or do you have to go catch the bus? He's got to go catch the bus. He's got a thing. Okay. He's got a thing. He's got a thing. I, too, have a thing, too. But All right, so you were teasing me, Mr. Fratelloni. You were teasing me that you had some questions for me, state fair related, because you did some investigative research. I did. Before you walked I over here to, to the Heritage, do the weekly heritage Center. Okay. I didn't know there was one. I've been coming here all my life, and there's this beautiful Heritage Center that has a bunch of mementos from the fair's past. Okay. So I'm going to give you some Where, where some is the Heritage It's, if it's I may right ask. down by Lulu's. Uh, I, you know what? Seriously. Yeah. Or by the Blue Barn. Two, has, has it been here for a couple of years? Yeah, it looks new. So I remember going through this maybe two years ago. My wife and kids were here, 
and I think the four of us walked through it. We didn't do a ton of looking around, but I do vaguely remember walking through the building a it couple of years ago. It feels air-conditioned, which is kind of nice. Maybe that's exactly right? why Maybe we chose why, to go there. Right? So I'm going to give you a couple of random questions. Okay. Um, this one, I'll start right off the bat. All right. In 1922, so 101 years ago, how much was a ticket to get into the Minnesota State Fair? I'm going to guess it's got to be around a dollar. Maybe it's probably not even a dollar. I'm gonna, 1922. I'm going to guess uh, 25 cents. One nickel. One nickel. One nickel to get wow. into the fair. Wait, so what? Okay, hold on. I'm so gonna see you're going to find gonna the future value of a nickel of after one in 101 years? What is the value? You said what year? 19, 1922. Of a nickel... In 1922, because I'm gonna. What do you think? The um, I'm gonna say it's uh, uh, nine dollars and forty-seven cents. Let's see. How much is a nickel worth? Five cents. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I've got that. How much? Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars okay, so today. A hundred x. So okay. that, that wasn't too bad. We're only uh, beating that by a little bit because I think it's what sixteen bucks to get in. So maybe the fair has just gotten that much better. I still can't believe that it's sixteen dollars so to get in here. Okay, okay. So in 1885, that's the first year of the state fair. Can you guess how many people came into the State Fair in 1885? Yeah, obviously. That's when, 1885, it became a permanent place here. Okay. In 1885, obviously, the fairgrounds were much smaller. And, and you're saying... It was 210 acres, so I don't know if it is that much smaller in 1885. But you're saying the grand total of the, the grand cumulative total, audience all, throughout the entire... All days, all 10 days back I'll then. say 100,000 people. Not bad. 74,000 people. Okay. okay. So what year Which, was by the, the way, first year... they got that by about, what, 2 in the afternoon yeah, on okay, Thursday last true. week? <laughs> so what, what uh, year did we eclipse 500,000 visitors? For the entire duration. Yes. I uh, it's going to be a tough one. I would say probably 20 or 30 years in, maybe, maybe even longer than that. I'll say what year? You said in the first year was what year? 18? The first year was 74,000, and what year did they uh, go over 500,000? I will say they got to that. I'm, I'm not going to do the math in my head, but I'll say 25 years in. Okay, that, that's not a bad guess. It was 1919, so it was 35 years in or 34 okay, years in. Okay. That's, you were awfully close. Okay. What year was the first year to surpass 1 million visitors? I'll say I'll give it another 25 years, so I'll say 50 years in. Um, not that bad. That was 1955 was okay. the first year. Okay. Okay, so what year? You should know this because you were here and paying attention to this. What year was the biggest year of all time? Oh, I remember this. what was the total? Yeah, Do you remember we, what that In fact, I remember us discussing if we were going to break it. It had to have been either 2018 or 2019. It was 2019 with yeah. 2,126,651. And then, yes. of course, the, the, the talk leading up to it is, oh, can 2020 break it? And this little thing called the virus uh, happened, and yeah. that obviously didn't, uh, that didn't take place and, in 2020. And this year, today, is arguably one of the most beautiful days at the State Fair, this right? This couldn't be more perfect. It, 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 it's just beautiful, a light breeze, and it does not seem terribly busy. No, and as a matter of fact, it's funny you say that because when I was walking in here, uh, I had the pleasure of walking with our sales staff, <laughs> and um, I was noting that when I always look at the pavement, mm -hmm. and when I walk, I always walk by the Miracle of Birth Center because yep, yep. that's where we walk in, mm -hmm. and then I take the left around the poutine stand, mm -hmm. and then you come down by the milk where the where the milk booth is on that corner. Sure, and if you can see pavement, and I usually am here between eleven and eleven thirty is when I walk in. And I always say, oh, I'm seeing a ton of pavement, not yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, normally today. that's just a sea of people tranquility. However, uh, I was here Tuesday, and we didn't do the show yesterday, and I got back to the station Tuesday afternoon, and I, of course, that's when I had a friend say, hey, I'm coming out later today. Do you want to catch up? And I said, oh, crap. Okay, sure. So I came back 
that afternoon and stuck around because I thought I thought about going to the Brandy Carlisle show oh, on fun. Tuesday night, and this place was absolutely packed. Really, Tuesday night. Oh, that's fun. So I, I, I hope. I, don't get me wrong. I want to break records. And I, I and I wonder too because aren't we forecasting like 106 degrees for basically all weekend? Hot. So yeah, I wonder if that's going to keep people away. It's going to definitely Who slow knows? it down. So here's another fun fact in 1906. Mike fun facts. Fun facts of the Minnesota in 19- State Fair. I, I just learned all these. In 1906, there was a very famous horse. You know that horse, right? We're on Dan Patch Avenue. It was yeah, named Dan Patch. So he ran a one-mile race. And how fast did he, and he, he was pulling a, like a, 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 not a carriage, but, you know, pulling a, you know, it's not, it, a guy wasn't on top of the horse. Sure. He was pulling something. Sure. I don't know what it's called. Um, how fast did Dan Patch create the record oh one God. mile? Uh, I have zero idea. I don't even one know minute and fifty-five seconds. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna ask in terms of miles per hour. No, no, no. That's what I thought you were asking. <laughs> well, we could figure that out, but that's still pretty good. A minute fifty-five. Now, you know, with Prefontaine, did it in less than four minutes. We're only, you know, horses are only twice as fast as us. That's a good point. That that is a good point, isn't yes. it? And we can run at that speed for a long time. Horses get tired out. I always wondered why the grandstand hasn't done because i i remember one of my first years ever working out here why they just do the music shows because i remember so this would have been and i don't know if you have the state fair thing up mm-hmm. that's not what you're looking at but this would have been the summer of 2002 either 2001 or 2002 it was my first one of my first jobs in radio out here i wasn't working for hubbard i was working for a different company at the time and they had the race here oh, at yeah. the grandstand yeah. and yeah. it was a Big damn and deal. And it was loud. It was loud, yep. and I, I don't remember the attendance, but it was just jam-packed. And one of my jobs was to get sound for the radio station that I was working for. And I thought, so you just want me to hold a stick mic next to the track? And that's basically what they wanted me to do. Sure. That um, racing goes back all the way to 1907. Basically, when the advent of cars happened, they started racing them on a dirt track here at the Minnesota State Fair. And then it went on for many, many years. I remember as a kid, uh, it says it went into the 60s, early 60s. I remember racing here. Maybe I was just here for races outside of the State Fair. Because I've always wondered, why haven't they brought something like that back? Or because maybe it's a cost thing or whatever. I I think it's probably loud. And it's just way easier. We had the the brand new CEO of the Minnesota State Fair on earlier today, Renee Alexander. Nice. And one of her... One of the things that she parted with was basically saying, I've already booked two acts for next year's fair. Really? She wouldn't give us that information, which I personally don't care. But anyway. what will be cool about her is right when the state fair finishes, they'll have a press conference to tell you one of those acts. Sure. And then another couple weeks later, another well, press conference. And you'll love this, being a fan of the show of Garage Logic, and you haven't had a chance to listen to the show today because I, it's still not posted because mm-hmm. I'm doing the show with you. But, of course, the second she sat down, Joe instantly peppered her with, what building are we naming after Marjorie Johnson? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And uh, uh, so that was basically the duration of the interview. Was, I was think Joel. we have to get that done. I think that would be a big deal. So uh, another fun fact. Yes, so sir. In, it built, but in 1885, right, in 1885, Ramsey County donated 210 acres of the poor farm. And that's what they called it, a 210-acre poor farm okay. to the Minnesota State Agricultural Society. And that is now how the Minnesota State Fair has a permanent residence. So up until 1885, it was a traveling fair that went to small town and small towns. Really? Because you couldn't really get that far away from your house, right? Because in 1885, there was no cars. Okay, here's a good one for you. In 1966, the Minnesota State Fair developed a mascot. Do you know what that mascot is, first of all? Well, sure. It's the gopher. It is a gopher. Do you know that gopher's name? Well, I j- and I just saw a picture with his name tag on something in Chippendale. 
No, um, but that would have been good. Okay. His, his name is Fairchild. Fairchild. Fair, I Fairchild. just saw a photo with him the other day on, I think it was social media. I think you did, although I don't think you got any of them right. I'm still going to give you an A. Thank you. Because it's 2023 and you deserve it, right? You tried hard. We've lowered standards. We've lowered standards, but yes. I, I wouldn't have expected you to know any of those. In fact, one of the videos that I always pull up every once in a while is from, I would say, eight, no, nine years ago, because my oldest son is now 11. And his, the first time I brought him out to the fair, he was about two. And I have a video of him dancing with Fairchild, Fairchild. and the other nice. guy. Nice. Uh, the two gophers in the blue suit and the, and, the, and the green suit. And he's dancing with them. And it always brings a smile to my face. When I'm going to tell you. Guy. And, Fair of course, now he's, you know, he's 11 and he back talks and whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, he's he, not cute uh, anymore. He would not want to be here tomorrow dancing with Fairchild at 100 degrees. No. Because poor Fairchild's no. going to just pass right out, I'd imagine. I mentioned a uh, guest on the, on, the, on the Garage Logic podcast earlier today. We had a Greg and Wayne Carnes, who are the owners of Prano Pup. Oh. Eight locations here at the Minnesota State Fair. And I wanted to make a quick mention of them again today. And I'm not saying this because they bought time on Garage Logic. Mm. I'm here to say the Prano Pup is better than the Corn Dog. And it's it's strictly because of the batter. Sure. Strictly because sure. of the batter. To the point where it's now my breakfast item when I come out here. Just a quick Prano Just pup. a quick and here's why. It's quick. Their lines move super fast. Mm-hmm. So you're not standing in line like you are in a lot of the other places. I get it. It's not it's not their fault. Yeah. It's yeah. just the, 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 some lines just take longer. Could, did, did these guys look single? Uh, Greg and Wayne? Yeah, because what I'm thinking is if, if they were single and they had a, a Bumble page, for example, <laughs> they could just write, owner of eight Prano Pups. What, what else would you have to say? What else would you have to say? That's not a bad pickup I mean, line. You would just have to, you know, they, they'd say, I wonder what this guy does. Hey. I own eight Prano Pups. You need a Prano Pup? It would be pretty much I, a done I, deal for half of, half pretty of Minnesota. Much, pretty yep. much got you taken care of. I'd, I don't know if I'd even find them attractive, but I might say, huh. I will say this. If I had to work at one of the Prano Pup locations, the one I would take is the one that's directly kitty corner from Machinery Hill, Mm -hmm. where the John Deere uh, little, where that corner is, because their booth is right, uh, I forget what that intersection is, but the Ferris wheel is just down the, you know where I'm talking about? I do, The Ferris wheel is just down the street, and behind them, you can hear the grandstand music clear as a bell i was uh, so just, you don't have to pay for a single ticket to the grandstand show i was just walking up through the grandstand and listening to the sound check from duran duran oh cool and at one point in time if you walk like down the staircase and a little bit over you can see the stage them sound checking right there so i just saw i, I recorded it i'm gonna sell it on uh apple itunes i think that that might be illegal <laughs> okay, but good. i but i, I, I do, do that i do think it was kind of cool to be able move. to see them yeah. sound checking and it sounded great um so I was going to mention, too, uh, State Fair, it's hot. What was I going to mention? I, I have a really important story, though. Oh, I'm sorry. You tell me when you're ready. No, go ahead. Okay, we've been talking about this Tiffany for Bud Light. Oh, God. Okay, rem- okay. remember this. This crazy woman on the plane who yelled at the guy, okay. Tiffany. Quick, quick time out. Because the second woman who's claiming to be Tiffany, that's yes. surfacing all over yes. and getting all the attention, yes. and most likely going to get the reality show, that's not the same person. Okay. So the people it, that keep falling for this, it's not. it doesn't even remotely look like the original person because the original person completely went into lockdown and hiding and I don't blame her for doing that. I get it. This I get is it. not the same person. Maybe a different gal. But continue. But anyways, so I, my supposition was that Tiffany should be hired by Bud Light because she was a marketing expert. Brilliant idea. She seemed like crazy and fun and Bud Light's crazy and fun. It would be this great marriage. So I said we should do a hashtag Tiffany for Bud Light. A couple days later before the show, I pull into my office and right in my office yep. parking lot is a big sign that says Tiffany for Bud Light. Well, today... As I'm driving 
walking down north, south on Snelling Avenue, off the get on, to get on the on ramp from County Road E. There's a sign on the side of the road, no. Tiffany for Bud Light. So I'm going to tell you, Reverse. You're starting this movement. It's a trend. Yes. We are going to go viral for a good reason, helping to, uh, helping a company and a beautiful young gal get a nice job. Well, we're going to have to switch, though. We're going to have to switch the hashtag to not quite Tiffany for Bud Light if we're going to continue to keep her. using the same. Per- I think it's, it's not. Her. It's, it, if you look. Have you not seen makeup? Have you not seen someone with makeup? It's, it has nothing to do with makeup. It's all about facial structure. She doesn't physically resemble the same person and yeah. again yeah I, I get it you know we're just we're we're so easily amused and we're so instantly gravitated towards fame yes to the point where I'm not even should I out this outlet I'm Tuesday night I I was here and there was a huge mass of people and they were here to see some three-bit celebrity I thought no you're gonna you're going to stand in line? Three bits, kind of a lot of celebrities. But uh, again, I don't care. I, yeah. I, cele- the celebrity thing never, I don't, I don't, I don't care. If you, if that, if that's but your I've thing, stood in line to see Pat Royce, and I know Pat Royce. No, you have not. I have you to. You not wait in line to I, see I Pat. I love him. 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 I think he's the coolest guy I've ever met. But again, it, it, it's You're just. You're not going to say who the celebrity was? No, because I don't. I, like I, a local Minnesota celebrity? Yeah. Really? Oh, thought, that's cool. Okay, that's. If that's your thing, so that's your thing. So the Garage Logic podcast that you're the producer Speaking of, of three-bit celebrities. No, these are full-bit No, these are like one six, time, six-bit. So one time we, uh, we've had some signings, right? And you guys always draw a lot of people when you would, like, you would come to the hardware stores. Let's, let's rephrase that. Joe. Joe. Draws Joe draws a lot of people, right? Not one person gives a damn if I'm showing up at your hardware store. Okay. I don't think that's true, but... <laughs> but Thank you for being so humble, well, right? It's and not Joe, being Joe, humble, Joe, I'm Joe is truth. actually too humble. Joe, okay, like, it's funny. At the end of the show, you guys didn't say like, "Hey," and, and get a clap. Joe doesn't want any of that. No. He just doesn't do it, right? No, he's got a bust. He's catch. got a bust to catch, so he doesn't <laughs> want to clap. He doesn't want to do any of that. But it, so, anyways, um, when I was having my second child, my wife was going into labor. We had a gentleman named Red Green. Have you ever heard of the Red oh, Green sure. show? Absolutely. Red Green. That show hadn't been on for 20 years. He came and signed autographs at our store in Arden Hills. And by 9 o'clock in the morning, we had 500 people waiting. You are kidding me. No, it was insane. But wait a minute. Your second child isn't that old. This was not that long ago. No, this was uh, 14 years. This was well after his show was over. That's what I'm saying. But you know how it gets replayed on Channel 2 over and over, right? It's still being replayed today, I'm sure. I'll be honest. I didn't know he was still alive 14 years ago. Yeah, he sure was uh, 14 years ago. Wow. And so I couldn't make it because my dumb wife was having a baby, right? (laughs) Got in the way of the red green appearance. And so I was getting pictures sent to me, right? And I'm like, hey, I'm right in the middle of something, right? I was like, don't bother me with this right now. But the lineup was crazy cool for that. And I thought, well, he's, he is not a, um, he's not Brad Pitt, but I don't know if you'd get 500 people for Brad Pitt. May I ask a marketing question? Yeah. Because you know, you, you are the marketing genius that is behind Uh, Fratelloni's hardware and garden stores. That's nice to say. Um, what was the idea behind having, first of all, Thinking of the idea of having Red Green sign autographs at your store, but saying, hey, let's reach out to Red. No, no. And let's bring him to Minnesota. Red was doing a show at the State Theater. And they said, hey, would you like, it was part of a 
promotional buy. You know how those ah, those things happen. Sure. They said, "Would you like to have red?" And I and at that time, sadly, I have to say, I didn't know who Red Green was. Sure. I mean, I I, I, I but think your I might dad have, did. Yeah, I mean, I might have bumped into the show, but I didn't get the genius got of Red it, Green. Got right. It. So um, I said, "Sure, why don't we have him come and we'll put out a table?" Little did I know, we had to like wind people through the aisles and give them numbers. <laughs> it was, was almost like, like the French fry booth right was, over here. You had to almost, have the partition and it was almost up. the same uh, amount of people we had for the Garage Logic podcast out here waiting for you guys or watching you guys wow i mean it was that it was That's hundreds of pe- hundreds of people you're supposed to say hundreds hundreds <laughs> hundreds okay. of people well that's good to know yeah that, that it was really cool that was so so again uh, hashtag tiffany for bud light if you if you go on x can we what do we call it do we go exit? i still call it twitter i'm not gonna start calling it yeah, x just because, because some random trillionaire is telling us to call it x well it's just so stupid hey i have an idea uh i've got this billion dollar machine i'm just gonna rebrand it right in midstream yeah yeah, but soon you'll be able to make telephone calls from it. Are you excited about that? No, not at all. Okay, good. Not at all. Um, I do have to say hi to Jackie. Uh, we were talking about Jackie uh, from from up north. She, yes. She sent me an email to thank us for mentioning her on the podcast, and she uh, she was listening. And and she also had mentioned that both uh, both family members in her home all listen to the Weekly Scramble. So thank you very Fantastic. much, Jackie. We, uh, we appreciate that. Uh, also, I don't want to forget because I, I kind of shortchanged them last week, but Harmony, Minnesota. Our friends at Harmony Spirits. I finally opened up the care package that they sent home with me at the at the show sure. that we did at the Chan Essen Dinner Theater. Your thirtieth anniversary show. And it's it's because I really haven't been consuming alcohol recently. So I just thought, well, I I, I owed a bottle to a friend, so mm-hmm. I was gonna open it up. And so I opened it up. Do you know what they've done? Uh-uh. At Harmony Spirits. It's gonna be good though. In Harmony, Minnesota. They have made barrel aged maple syrup oh and i gotta tell you i'm not really you didn't a, give that away i have a no no guy. no but I, I i had opened it up and i because mm. i thought i i owed somebody for helping mm. me out with something so i was gonna give them my bottle of barrel aged whiskey sure uh from harmony spirits because it's fantastic yeah. and this person happens to be a giant whiskey lover and i said well wait what is this here because it looked like a, a a smaller bottle and so i picked it up and i went oh, are you kidding me Barrel aged, and I, I'm assuming barrel aged maple syrup. There's no alcohol in it, no, right? No, no. But I thought, what a genius idea that that is. That's a good crossover, right? It is. You buy yourself uh, um, both breakfast and dinner. Like you have some whiskey for dinner, and then for breakfast, some. So I have no idea if it's syrup. available at their tasting room or not. But go it's in there and ask for be. it. It's got to be right? because it's a genius idea, and oh. I love. We used to do maple syrup when I was a kid oh. at at my parents' place. It was a giant pain in the ass, mm-hmm. but it was so good because, and it tasted better. You know why? Because you made it. Really? That's, you used to make your own maple syrup. Well, I'll, I'll rephrase that. Um, we poured the sap or took the collected the sap. Yeah. My brothers did on the four wheeler, and then we poured it into the big thing, and then my mom stirred it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was really made that way. Well, it was the first year <laughs> that we lived at Set Estate that my parents still live at now. Okay. We did it. It was a boatload of work, and I believe that was the only time we ever did it. It, that would be nice, though. That would be cool. You could bottle your own stuff up. Yeah, but then you've Give got it. 96,000 jars of maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, but talk about a great Christmas gift hey, here to you the go. Reavers. Here right? you go. Here's a bottle of uh, maple here's a nice syrup. Bottle of Did maple it work syrup. out well? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I like Minnesota-made stuff like that. I like when people do that. That's what. Remember That's that, so that, us, that, isn't it? That whiskey that I had, right? right? That was a baller move. Right, though. so I made some whiskey, and I gave it to my friends. And, and you uh, could have done that with your maple syrup. You still can, technically. 
My, I guarantee this cool? maple syrup was made over 30 years ago. I guarantee my parents probably still have some in their basement. No, but I don't think I'd serve the 30-year-old stuff. I'd maybe make ah, new it's stuff. Aged. It's oh, aged. It's, it's barrel-aged in the basement of Reaver's parents' house. All right, so we have – I did get a, 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 a question from you from Jeff, and Jeff wanted to know Mike's favorite hot – we had mentioned your favorite hot spots. Is there anything that you missed uh, when you – because you come here basically every single day. My You're a Minnesota State Fair spots. guy. I like the International Bazaar up there. I haven't made it over there yet Have this year. Well, I usually try to roam, but it's been a lot of – like last week, I had my kids with me. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you a quick story. So my kids, I thought, oh, you know what? We'll bring them out here. We'll hang out at the fair all day. Let It'll be good to go. And they bit. were out here with yeah. their buddies because we ran into a family that happens to live by us. And we got done doing the show. And I said, all right, guys, what do you want to do? And we went on the big slide. We mm-hmm. had some cheese curds, and we were doing that about an hour in. My oldest looked at me and said, I'm good. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. I no. said, oh, are you, really? You, no. Okay. So that's basically was our state fair day. That's fun, though. Yeah, wh- whatever. Yeah, but I just wondered. But I haven't really had the chance to roam because it's been a constant game of running back, getting the show posted, and, and getting and beating the traffic. And, like, today is going to be an absolute nightmare trying to get out of because the gopher football game is oh, yeah. tonight and they're yeah. playing nebraska and it's sold out so downtown is gonna be absolute mayhem it's gonna be fun sure yeah right it's a good oh it's a good, yeah. yeah i yeah. love that so what i do every time i come to the state fair i come in because i have a i park close right sure like to park as close as i can i come in i take a quick right and go right up to the international bazaar that road that you see the oh, train, yeah. uh, yep. sea of humanity on i walk right through that crowd i grab a uh, a Liney's honey vice or a bush light, whatever. And I just want a big beer and a big one. When they say, would you like the big one? I say, of course. Of I'd course like I beer, would. Right? I'm at the fair. And then I, I take that glass and I walk all the way to the back corner of the International Bazaar. And there's a, a company back there that sells six um, olives on a stick. And there's a pimento olive and a garlic olive and a blue cheese olive all on this little stick. And then you take the stick and you set it into the beer. Uh-huh. Right? And years and years and years when I do that is the stick would be sharp and I'd drop it into the beer and I'd punch a hole through the bottom of the beer cup. <laughs> so I'd have to like quickly drink the beer because now I have a leaking beer cup. Now I think they're plastic bottles or plastic cups, so you can't do that. But remember the white cup that they had? Oh, yeah. And I would just drop it in there and boom. And, I, and I, it was year after year I did the exact same thing. And the interesting part about that story, you won't find this interesting, but I don't really like olives. But it's such a tradition. <laughs> it's, su- it's something that I do every single time that I go get them because I, I like the one with the blue well, cheese in it. Well, you're a creature of habit. I'm just a creature of habit. Yeah. I wouldn't do it any other different way. Huh. I know Joe probably does similar things, comes in the exact same path, drops his book bag the exact same path, walks out the exact same path. Did we ever discuss, remember when Target Field announced the self-serving stations? Oh, I do. Okay, and remember the craze. Because this happened, I want to say that this happened right around the time that we hosted the All-Star Game. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I remember that, well, I I do remember them being there during the All-Star Game, and I'm almost 100% positive that they debuted shortly before that or maybe that season. So that would have been 2014. Well, the only reason I bring it up is because we're such rubes that even if we weren't I think it might have even been Bud Light yeah, was the yeah, was the were, vendor. Everyone was so excited, but to pour everyone their own had beer. to just tr- just to yeah, buy one, yeah. and it was so the the marketing aspect was genius. Same price, yeah. It, nothing was different. No, but you poured but it. But you yourself. get to pour it yourself. It was like self checkout at Cub. But I remember the actual day of the All Star Game. There was a lot of people, obviously, that were from Minnesota mm-hmm. that were there just to be part of the experience. But there was also a lot of people from not from here that were, had maybe traveled to watch their favorite player or whatever, yeah. and they were so mad because the lines for that sure. were occupying half of the concourse. Yeah. So you could not move 
right behind where that I, home I think plate I area was. That. Oh, it was just a nightmare. It was awful. That's one of my favorite dad stories. My dad and I went to the All Star game. Oh, right. And it, it, you remember that. It was a night like tonight. It was, it was, it was great. Literally perfect. Yeah. Downtown looked perfect. Everything looked perfect. We sit down, and about two innings into it, my dad looks at me and says, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I was like, are you, are you kidding? He's like, nope, I got to go. So we left two and a quarter innings into it. I don't be think I lasted much longer than you really? did. Well, I think I've told this story before. So, I mean, world's smallest violin mm-hmm. for me. I'm at, the, I'm at the All-Star game. But we had um, auxiliary press passes, meaning okay. you didn't get a spot in the press box, but you got you got You're the chance in. to get in. Yeah. So what do I care, yeah. right? You don't care. And the, the auxiliary seating was down the third baseline, but it was uh, manufactured tiered seating okay. underneath the overhang. Well, you had a great view of the crowd, oh, but you couldn't see. see the field. Really? Which, whatever. You didn't care. I didn't care. You're I was there anyway. Anyways, so, yeah. But it was funny because... You, Kind of lean in. Yeah. And go, oh yeah, there's who, that's who Derek Jeter. That? Okay, yeah. cool. Then he, then he'd sit back up and I don't write know a couple if notes I, I haven't watched a lot of All Star games subsequently, but that seemed to have still a lot of big stars in that All Star game. Um, not from the Twins, but well, yeah, no, it, I mean, no, just in general. Yeah, it like, was cool. Like baseball it, made more sense it, a little bit. It, it was a cool. What event. year was that? 2014. Really? That's how that long. long that wow, was. that seems shocking. Yeah. Because if, if I were to, if you were to quiz me, and don't do this because I don't want to sound foolish. I do want to quiz you. If you were to quiz me, like, name five potential all-stars, I don't think I could do it. Like, today? Today. I don't think I could pick Bryce Harper. There you go. Um, Japanese dude, Oshida, or something like that. <laughs> Is that even a guy? You are really not a baseball and, no, guy. No, I am not. I just um, can't do it. Isn't that one of the, am I not close? To I don't a, think you're close. Oh, oh, you're thinking of Shohei Otani. Otani. That's what Yeah, that's a of. cool name. I really didn't think we'd go down this road today, <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, I couldn't do it. That's I. That's the two. So what I you're know, saying is, if you and I, I ever did go on vacation together in our long and long-standing mm-hmm. relationship, we never have traveled on vacation together. Well, we did go up north. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, but if we ever went on vacation, let's say in the middle of November, sure. and I'd say, "Hey, Mike, there is a Arizona Fall League game. Why don't you and I drive an hour and go watch it?" Yeah, I don't think that. Well, You'd first and foremost, I never insane. go on vacation with you. No offense. Right, right. I don't no. go on vacation with anybody. No, that's and so I, I surely no wouldn't do it. No offense taken. No and, offense and, taken. But uh, so that won't happen. But if it did, and you said let's go to a baseball game, I mean, if it was a World Series, then I'd say yeah. Let's You'd think go. about it. I'd probably go unless <laughs> parking was t- tough. If parking's tough, I'm not doing it. I just don't want to do. it. I wonder what you know. There, there's that sometimes you just like if if uh, let's say Joe Pesci was across the street. And I could Why see Joe Pesci? What I'm just picking think? up a random star, but not okay. too big a star, right? Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. that would be kind of neat to go meet Joe Pesci. But if they said, ah, but you got to wait for seven minutes, I'd be like, eh, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm out. Seven minutes seems way too long. But I think there are maybe stars I would wait. But in a, and again, it doesn't, that doesn't stem from a place of I'm just, I'm, I'm so above that. No, it just stems from a, is it worth me standing still for seven it's minutes? It's my neurosis of not being able to stand still. Joe, yeah. I'd like to meet Joe Pesci. Like, don't get me wrong. I think yeah. it would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he's an iconic actor. But I couldn't do it because the waiting in line seven minutes would make me mental. I just couldn't do it. I'd have to go do something different. I yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. My, my ADD would kick in, and I'd say, oh, my gosh, there's, there's a cotton candy stand over there. And I'd leave the line. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, little, why Joe little, Pesci? I don't, I, I, don't, I couldn't I don't think of Joe any Pesci star thing. that – because I thought if it was a really big star, I'd have to wait in line. But Joe Pesci, you can kind of pass on Joe Pesci. Sure, right? sure, I mean, that makes still sense. Have to say, ah, it's kind of cool, but I don't necessarily need to meet Or the Joe C-list Pesci. actor that I couldn't believe people were standing in line oh, now I want to hear No, I'm not. I, I, it, I shouldn't even have brought it up because now I feel bad. And now oh. I'm getting a text message from Doris Mould. 
Oh, Doris apologized. Um, you, you missed this being on the show today, but she was a little late, so she had to send the uh, State for Animal guest without her being there. And it was, but it was great. Okay. It ended what, up, what animal did you have on We today? had llamas today on the show, Michael. Oh, llamas, okay. and they were standing by the tree, um, and the two young girls, and mm-hmm. young, I mean, they, they, I don't even think they could have been 13. Really? Uh, were a little, a little shy getting to the stage here because, you know, Joe's a pretty intimidating person to, j- j- Joe to be grilled just like, by. get over here? Yeah, basically. Okay. And we found out you can rent llamas. For what Well, purpose? it's it's much like, so we have a horse. I, sh- I shouldn't even say we. My wife has mm-hmm. a horse, and we can sublease Sonny. Um, and sure. my wife found uh, a wonderful family. I mm-hmm. believe they're from the Shakopee area. And they they lease Sunny because they don't want to buy a horse, but their their daughter, their high school age daughter, would like to use a horse sure. uh, every once in a while. So it's, it's like perfect. A, a mare B and B, get it? Mare instead of air. Oh, I, that was pretty good. That Someone wasn't laughed bad. at that. that I heard was, a legitimate laugh yes, on the ground. Yes, but the laugh you got was from Angie. Okay, and, that was, uh, that, was a, uh, uh, that was a sympathy laugh. No, see, you can't wear the mirrored bald helmet on the weekly scramble. Oh, it looks that's good, a GL though. thing. It looks good. That's a GL thing. But now everybody knows that's him now. But see, now you pointed him out, and now you've g- given him attention. I love him, so it all works out. That's true. Yeah. You guys are much in the same boat, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we've hung out at a lot of the events together. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fun. I love him. I think us. he's a great guy. He's a lot of fun. No, and I know you do, too. No, don't point at me. No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't point at me. No, you're fine. Um, I was saying something. Oh, about the llama. So, yeah, yeah. so you can, you can lease a llama just like you mm-hmm. can lease basically any other animal sure. um, out there. And so you would have, like, for a kid's party, for example. Sure. Sure. Bring the llama. That would be something I should do. No. Right? I mean, that would be a cool thing maybe for Christmas. Just fool my children into thinking they look got at this, a llama. Look at this. A Christmas llama. Yeah. They would They would look at me like, what have you done? I don't think that your girls would, would like Even that. want a llama. No. No. I, I've. Uh, what was nice is, you know how like some people say, um, you shouldn't spoil children? What I did is just the opposite, Reavers. <laughs> is I spoiled them so hard, so much so, that they don't care anymore. Nothing impresses them. Right? Do you think they'd, they wouldn't even... Turn around to meet Joe Pesci. No, they won't even. Say, I don't even know who Joe Pesci. They wouldn't is. even they, look up from. Their they won't even look up from their phone. That's mm-hmm. how little they actually care about. Great him. job. So I think I I might be a next level parent oh. because my kids are so like they're almost like they don't even. I'll give you a perfect example. My daughter has like these filthy Adidas white shoes and they're filthy. And I said, Hey, you need some new shoes for school. And she's like, I don't even care. Like I'm just gonna wear them. I'm like, they look like you just mowed ten yards with them, right? <laughs> and she has no care whatsoever. That's a good and kid I, right there. And I'm literally that's because of you. Yeah, that's because of that's me. Because of you. It's my impatience and lack of skills as a parent that have really it, law of unintended consequences is what happened. And see, uh, in my family, we had because my kids are switching to a new school this year, mm-hmm. and so we had the privilege of meeting my my youngest sons third grade teacher yesterday nice great great guy it was it was awesome we're looking forward to it is this their first male teacher uh no 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 it's not but um my my youngest was wearing his shoes from last year they've been a little beat up you know he's eight he's very active doing all my kids stuff stuff, and he was wearing his beat up black shoes with his red uh tube socks okay so you could see the holes oh yeah through his shoes and and the teacher kind of looked down he says looks at me and says we thinking about maybe springing for some new shoes there, Dad? Really? Literally. And he was joking. Okay, but good. But be, because he could see the fact that my son's toes were you just, sticking out the side, I thought about saying, well, uh, we well, don't really have yeah, any money. Yeah, we're just trying. Just to make we're, him yeah. feel bad right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, you know, just to make him feel. Let's create the co- discomfort right off the bat. My right? daughter's first male teacher, so in Catholic school, they wait a little bit. Sure. Right? They want it to be a little, like third grade or fourth grade, was uh, Drew Brees' cousin, Mr. Brees. 
I said, I don't think that's true. Like, I, that, I'm sure this guy's not Drew Brees' cousin. And sure enough, he is. Huh. And in his classroom, he had, like, posters of Drew Brees. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And he was a great teacher. Great, great to have. Uh, and, of course, my girls loved him because it was a, you know, a and guy. And they ended up they, becoming Saints fans. I wouldn't let him do it. Okay. I just wouldn't let him do it. Okay. Just can't. You can't be a Saints fan because that who dat. I just hate that who dat. Um, before I forget, uh, <laughs> we do need to uh, give a quick shout out to loyal GLer Mary. Mm -hmm. I think you've met Mary before. She comes to at least one State Fair show every single year. She always sits right up front. She is awesome. She came by. This would have been Tuesday, and she had us sign a bunch of stuff. Cool. She said, are you ready for this? I'm ready. I hope you're sitting down. I am. I hope your ego isn't way too big. Too late. Too late. She said you are one of her favorite personalities wow. on the podcast, wow. including GL, uh, Kenny's show, and our show. She is says, she deaf or is she? <laughs> no, I mean, no. she can hear me? No, she, <laughs> oh. she, she goes, I love you and Mike Fratelloni. She wow. goes, Mike might wow. be one of my favorite personalities. That is great. Tell her to send me a DM me. Then I'll have a No, fan. we're not going to do <laughs> okay, that. No, we're not going to do maybe that. Maybe she's putting up those hashtag Tiffany for Bud Lights in my office <gasps> parking lot. Do you think maybe that know, that's that would her? Be, that would be pretty we darn cool. We have Mary to thank. That would be pretty darn cool. Or be somewhat terrified of, yeah, of all of that? I love it. I, you know, it, it is funny. Every time we go to a big event at GL, you do see a lot of the same cast of characters. And it's so cool because everybody's so nice. Oh, God, right. Yes. And they're all just yes. they all just love the same things I love. And we all geek out and talk about GL. Right. And, and you guys just don't get it. You're too close to GL. To no, get it's not even that. Well, it, we'll go back to Chanhassen. I was sitting there with my, my wife and kids and my youngest son was just kind of surprised. He said, Dad, how, how do all these people know you? Because yeah. it didn't really register. Like, he knows. Sure. He's, he's been in the studio while we've done the show. Yeah. He just so he thinks gets everybody's what I do, parents have a podcast. But he just doesn't understand, like, these people know what my name is. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was just kind of, it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, it, yeah, so I, I get that a little bit. It's, it's kind of funny. But he's a dumb kid, so what do you do? I love him. Uh, oh, Mike's giving me the... Mike's giving me the, you guys need to finish sign. Reavers, you are the best. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. And you know what? It's been fun to be out here for a couple of weeks, but we are ready to go back to the studio starting next week because school starts, and my God, am I excited for that because these kids need to get back into school. Anyway, his name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you again next week back in the studio, and until then, cheers.